0: what up what up what up welcome to episode 29 man rec league podcast maybe not your first choice man but we got a little bit of everything man like i say time and time again we are the walmart of podcasts you might come for one thing be it sports hip-hop bars movies but we hope that you Stick around for the whole show. Uh, My name is Randy Little. If I haven't said that already, man, I am your host. Master of Ceremonies, as some say. And uh, on this episode, we get into... We talk a little bit about that Star Wars trailer. We We R.I.P. Johnny Witherspoon... Uh, but the main chunk of the movie segment is just about the Terminator franchise. We do get into spoilers as far as dark fate. I know it just came out. Forgive me, but my guy, awesome Joe, can't be contained. um old man Lawrence comes in, talks about that uh canelo Kovalev fight that just went down, and then of of course, yours truly spits some bars. And then Old Man Lawrence comes back and we talk about that Apollo Brown, Sincerely Detroit. It is more him talking about it than me, but you get the gist. Um, over the past couple of weeks, I didn't do no uh, poll questions, man, because it's just movies, music, nothing grabbed me as far as I want to turn this into a poll question. It just didn't happen. Um, you know, the kid got busy, took some time off work, went back home, Indianapolis, what up? I had fun. Glad I went. Glad I went, but I'm glad I'm home. Um so before I wrap up this probably my all-time record short intro, I'll tell y'all like recently in theaters Black and Blue came out with Tyrese with uh Luke Cage, Mike Coulter, and uh Naomi Harris. Countdown came out, the generic Halloween weekend horror movie. It looked mad stupid i didn't see it over this past weekend arctic dogs came out again looked mad stupid didn't want to see it um harriet came out wanted to see it my theater didn't get it and terminator dark fate my review is on the randy little youtube channel check that out tis appreciated. over the next couple weeks in between episodes i'm probably gonna miss a movie here or there but uh dr sleep comes out the sequel to the shining Last Christmas with Henry Golding and Amelia Clark comes out and then Midway, the Roland Emmerich I want to say Pearl Harbor war movie. And then uh The Charlie's Angels reboot comes out, Elizabeth Banks directed um Kristen Stewart, Naomi Scott and I'll never remember the third chick even though she probably looks like the most interesting as far as the new Charlie's Angels. Excuse me. And then um Ford versus Ferrari Matt Damon, Christian Bale, directed by James Mangold, comes out. Crazy hype for that one. That might be my second most anticipated November release behind The Irishman. And then on on DVD and Blu-ray, however you get your new released-to-home media movies, uh, Charlie's Angels Full Throttle came out. The Lion King 2019 came out. The live-action Lion King Wonder Woman Bloodlines came out. This past Tuesday, the complete Blu-ray box set of Batman Beyond came out. It is very dope. I'm annoyed by the packaging though. I wish they would have made it to where it matched the Batman the Animated series release from last year. It's like. The Batman the Animated Series complete box set last year was a DVD-sized box set made to like and it contains like three mini like Funko Pop keychain figures. The Batman Beyond is a Blu-ray sized case with a full-sized Funko Pop in it and they just they don't match and it bothers me looking at it on my shelf. Um over the next couple weeks a lot of movies come out on DVD, Blu-ray, Voodoo, UHD 4K like I said however you get your new movies. Uh The Art of Racing in the Rain, that sad-looking dog movie with um Milo Ventimiglia and um Oh, the chick from me, Amanda Seyfried. That's good. The chick from Mean Girls, Amanda Seyfried. That comes out. Kevin Costner voices the dog, the internal monologue of the dog. Hobbs and Shaw comes out. The Kitchen comes out. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark come out this upcoming Tuesday. The following Tuesday, we got 47 Meters Down Uncaged. We got the Angry Birds movie 2, the final season of The Big Bang Theory, and likely a complete 12-season box set of The Big Bang Theory come out. Brian Banks comes out. Football movie that I wanted to see that didn't come here. The Farewell, Good Boys, The Peanut Butter Falcon come out, and uh, Star Trek Discovery season two also comes out. When I return, I will be accompanied by a panel of movie geeks: Nick Goodman, Awesome Joe, and I already told you what we are uh, gonna chop it up about. So uh, stay tuned, man! Rec League Podcast. Well, as per usual, it is time to talk some movies. And before we get into the main chunk of what this segment is going to be, we need to address the passing of comic legend John Witherspoon. Um, like pops Friday, like that, that's really all that needs to be brought up. But I mean, he he got some some dope, dope movies and TV shows under his uh, resume. And, like, I love pops. And, and, in the way he goes so under the radar and underrated in the Wayans Brothers that I feel like that needs more love. And then he, he jacked Little Nicky for the flask in Little Nicky. Um, now that I'm on wax, I feel like I'm, like, forgetting, like, something that needs to be brought up. And I'm blanking. Joe, I mean, I really see you say nothing about, uh, John Witherspoon, man. Was you a fan? Uh,
1: I wasn't like a huge fan like per se of who he was and what he did uh but i'm i'm familiar with with him and what he did uh with what his what his work was i've seen him and he he's actually he actually is one of my favorite characters in the uh the the, the three Friday movies and yeah. uh he was very funny as well with uh uh little Nikki. i love that <laughs> <laughs> and uh I just, I just think it was a, it was a great, fun time and having to see his, his great work. So yeah, I, 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 my, my heart always saddens for all of the, the great actors who, uh, who, uh, who pass away and uh, who are always remembered by, by the great work that they do within their TV shows, music, uh, uh, movies, so on and so forth. So yeah, I mean, uh, rest in peace to him, and uh, he will always be remembered with the great work he did with the, with the. With all the entertainment he's
0: brought to us, yeah, boy. I uh, I was forget, I was forgetting the Boondocks. Nick, yeah. Nick, pay your respects. Uh,
2: I'm a massive fan of the movie Friday. At least the first. I like the other two, but like the first, the first one. one, is just classic. Like that's top ten, maybe even top five comedies. I,
0: it's one other. of my top five like movies top ever. Movies.
2: Yeah. it's 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 so good, but. It, it's like 25 years old and that's a movie that I revisit it often. I Every like I Friday. Then like some people just watch it to laugh, which yeah, like it's one of the funniest movies ever. Like you can just quote it nonstop. Like when you say, but I don't know, like there's just something about the movie and like the whole, the underlying theme of the movie is like, you know, big, you know, kind of taking responsibility for your own shit. Like it's like time to grow up, you know, don't blame other people for your mistakes and all that stuff and like the, his dad is kind of the center of that yeah story it's kind of core it's corny you know to say but it's like you know he, he's given that
0: you still there at that moment oh, oh man we're having some skype glitches
2: he's uh, just you cut out
0: for a second i'm just
2: i'm crying uh, but it's just, it's it's one of those comedy performances that I think you, you, maybe you didn't even think about until he passed away. That it's like you know wow, that's like one of the great you know iconic comedy performances. Because all throughout, yeah, the, the rest of the movie, like, Dad is just real silly. Like he's just talking yeah. about catching the dogs and doing all that. But he he really sells that moment. Like, where he gives them the advice. So that's, I think, what a lot of people thought of. Yeah, you know, that's what makes you a man. Now you're a man. And it's like, I don't know, I feel like we've all had that, you know, that one moment, like, where we've had to, you know, rethink our shit and be like, Mm -hmm. all right, am I taking responsibility for my own actions or am I just going to take an easy way out or make an excuse? But aside from that, he did, I mean, he did tons of stuff. Like, I hadn't watched the Wayans Brothers in, probably since I was little, and seen all these clips, like the Bang 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 song.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Marlon like, posted I, that, right?
2: Like, it makes me want to... And, and that's probably for the best. Like, that's the silver lining and things like this. It's like, it made me want to go back and watch Yeah. that stuff. Like, you know, he was on Martin, he was on Fresh Prince. I was like, oh yeah, he was on Fresh Prince. Yeah, that's, that was, that's but, a classic Fresh Prince episode. Yeah, so I'm, it makes me, I didn't watch the boondocks as much as a lot of my friends did. Yeah, I didn't either. Like, it makes me want to go back and rewatch it, like, you know, I know it was funny. I,
0: uh, I guess, what well, it kind of sucks to bring up, but I guess they're bringing it back to, like, HBO Max next year. Mm-hmm. I thought they were doing uh, new episodes, who knows what the plan is now.
2: Yeah, and that's another thing, like, it seemed to be, like, really unexpected, which is just makes yeah. it more sad if you if you look at his instagram which is something else i've just been doing the last few days he was just so funny like just his little videos that he's just posting on instagram were just stupid and they made me laugh he seemed like he was real close with his his kids so it's just sad it's just a big bummer to me yeah, i think to for
0: everyone sure. and you know too bad we can't get uh eric eric sigman thoughts on this i was really like looking forward to it but he bailed last minute because he couldn't be in the discussion about Terminator without having seen Terminator because we got awesome Joe in here. And between uh, Joker and the Dead Don't Die, Joe is going to spoil something. And then... Uh, <laughs> the Dead Don't but, uh But uh, he, do- he did just put up a new uh, Sigma Cinema podcast episode, man. Check that out on Anchor, or whatever uh, podcasting platforms y'all can. But um, a movie trailer dropped last week little indie film, I don't know if you guys have heard of it, whether you watching listening or y'all to this on the panel with me man uh it's called um, correct me if I'm enunciating this properly Star wars the rise of skywalker i don't I don't know if I said that right
2: <laughs> no never heard of it I, 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 I the art house circuit
0: yeah, yeah, like I don't even know if it'll come to the theater in my town. That's sounds a house. What is it, it? How can you walk on the sky? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's going to flop. Yeah, People it might not even nonsense. be cinema.
2: People are sick of nonsense. They're going to go see Terminator Part
0: 6. Seven.
2: Part 3. Right? But, yeah, we're not seeing these little indie flicks
1: anymore. I think Jumanji is going to make more money than than this uh, so called Star Wars.
0: So does, I'm actually so afraid does Sony that
2: Jumanji is going to like not beat Star Wars, but I, I I'm like afraid that it's going to do it again and like be like a sizable competition. It's like going to have
0: that crazy box office, but like and and Sony's going to start feeling themselves green like the next one,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which isn't necessarily a bad thing because this one looks fun, but it uh. Does And then, like, maybe, maybe like, the Kevin Hart sympathy box office, I don't know. But, yeah, it's not going to mess with, it's not going to mess with The Rise of Skywalker. It's going to be the second highest grossing movie of the year, and Uh I, I loved the trailer.
2: Trailer, okay, like, I watched it, I watched the little football game, whatever little football game. I don't watch football. (laughs) But I was like, I don't know why I called it little. That was I a terrible it. game. <laughs> the, 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 the game was the main event. The trailer was little, but I turned on the game and like watched it for like a solid half hour and like, like prepped myself and I, I cried, like a little bitch. Like I just sat there. I was like, damn. Like I like wiped my face and like, but I've watched it like a hundred times since. You know. I'm just, yes. I'm so excited. Went and saw Terminator saw it in the, theater. Yeah, like, so did I. In the theater for the first time I fucking cried again like I was like I was sitting there I was like god like I don't know like
0: you little girl
2: sounds like got me and I hate being that guy like you ever see the video of that guy watching Star Wars stuff he's like crying and freaking out that guy no. it's like a it's like a viral thing obscenity <laughs> I'm like I was like I don't like being that guy but like I don't know there's something about Carrie Fisher's voice saying always and I'm just like see three PO
0: three PO made me tear up a little like, bit.
2: Give me a break, dude. Like I was like, come on. Like I just yeah, it's a great trailer. I don't even need to like
0: They should have let all the social media geeks, nerds and all these like the toxic fandom just wait until six weeks or however two months in advance drop one trailer and everybody be talking. It'd be positive buzz. Rise of Skywalker, let's go. But yeah. no, they yeah. did earlier trailers, which were good, but less good than this one. Joe, what'd you think? Oh, I'm
1: sorry. <clears throat> I'm taking one last look at my friends. Here, I... Uh,
2: it's just like, no. <laughs> why? why? Like, why one last uh, <laughs> What mean?
1: Huh? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Um, it's, it's a great trailer. I actually love the, uh, the, the theme music that's playing throughout the trailer. It's, it's very epic. And it's, it's giving you that, that feel of knowing that this is the last Skywalker movie. And, and yes, they're going to continue on with the Star Wars saga, but it's not going to be having to involve the same characters that we've grown to know and love and remember remember by um so this is gonna be a great epic movie i can't wait to see the emperor come back you know uh as to how he's still alive i don't know uh when uh when mr goodman here said that he got teary-eyed about this trailer the first thing that came to my mind that i knew about what i cried of was when uh darth vader redeemed himself by killing the emperor i really cried at that part because he's sacrificing himself to save his son I love that.
0: Um, that was George and, Lucas trolling us all, apparently. Or nothing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I, I just feel like it gets a little bit killed off because I'm just like, okay, well, what was the whole point? So hopefully they explain some of the reasonings as to what was the whole point of Anakin Skywalker being the chosen one for balance, balancing the Force, so on and so forth. I don't know. But... Hopefully everything is answered into this movie. All those questions as to you know who who is who is Rey? Where does she really come from? Is she just a nobody? Um, did did uh, uh, like Kylo a... Ren kill his dad, or did his dad actually kill himself to save his son? I don't know, but is he going to be redeemed? You know, there's so many questions. I can't wait to see this. Um, you know, it's like. It's like how we have conversations about the Avengers or um, uh, the Lord of the Rings or so on and so forth. Like, w- which character is going to die? Which one's going to continue on forward? Um, you know, are we going to have these new characters that are going to be introduced into this movie going to be very, very favorable ones? Are we going to see characters from recent films besides, you know, having Billy D, Billy D coming back and uh, from the prequel trilogy and the original trilogy? So uh, that was from the Clumps, if you guys don't know. Uh, but Billy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. D, Billy Dee, Billy Dee. <laughs> uh, um, But I, don't, I don't race, love to see Billy really Dee really He's one of my, my favorite characters In the uh, in the original trilogy And it's great seeing him back um, I can't wait to see um, uh, Princess Leia one last time You know, as to the great work They're going to be working on with her in this movie uh, It's already going to be, what Two years since her her passing uh, really? God rest his soul so. Yeah,
0: three
1: Is it three? Did yeah. she pass away during the during the before uh, or after the the release of uh, Rogue One?
0: Yeah, it was what like a, it was like Sorry. a week or two after yeah. Rogue One. Twenty
1: sixteen. Yep, yeah. that's right. Yeah, that's right. Dude, okay, math, my apologies. Joe. Yeah, damn. It. Yeah, I not I... <laughs> Not so awesome at like math, Joe. Um, there's only one character I really don't want to see, which is the worst character, George.
2: Rose.
0: I want to uh, see. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I want more Rose. I don't. Huh? I want to see more Rose.
2: But I don't get like, why does everyone hate her so much? Twitter. I don't get like, I don't know. I I haven't rewatched the Last Jedi in like about a year. Maybe I need to rewatch it. Maybe like my like eighth watch of it. That'll be. Are that'll
0: you be halfway around. through <laughs> that massive Star Wars binge that you're doing?
2: Yeah. I'm almost, like, I'm getting through the Clone Wars so fast. It's, like, the best show I've ever
0: watched. Have you Have you started the original trilogy? No. Okay. Not yet.
2: I got episode three is the next movie. Okay. I'm almost completely done with the Clone Wars. And then it's Solo, and then it's Rebels.
0: Because I haven't, I haven't drooled over your massive collection of just Revenge of the Sith yet.
2: Yeah. It's coming. It's about as big as the other ones. That's what she said.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but,
2: but yeah. No and like not to go off we'll probably have a Star Wars episode down the road, but well maybe not. I yeah. don't know.
0: December we'll December's off. pretty packed. Yeah.
2: But it it like watching the Clone Wars fills in these little gaps of and it's like it's easy to talk it's like it's a kid's show, it's like yeah, it's a cartoon or whatever. It's Like, it's really not. Like, they kill... It's just like the other movies. Like, the prequels and stuff. Like, it's just as violent as those. Like, people get stabbed and, like, shot. And their heads get cut off and stuff. And it's still just like, nah, it's PG. I'm like, I guess.
0: If you say so. It's just
2: like... It's like just more of the prequels. but they fill in all these gaps that make the prequel movies better? And I feel like once I watch... All of them like in the wave. Like by the time I get to the rise of Skywalker, it's gonna be like overwhelming. Like I'm just gonna be emotional beyond like it's gonna be like a weight, And I'm just gonna be like I can't handle this. I gotta leave. So but I think the trailer did exactly what it needed to do. Like it didn't show too much
0: Yeah, I have no idea what what the movie's like, about. He,
2: yeah, like they showed the it, I guess it's the Emperor sitting there. I don't know yeah. they, really show
0: they, they showed like, like one or clip Evil, Ray. Or they, evil Ray. they showed like one clip That looks like there's about to be an epic lightsaber battle Between Ray and Kylo And they showed another clip where it looks like they're on the same team so.
2: Yeah They're destroying what I assume is that Darth Vader mask on the pedestal I'm pretty sure that's what it is Are they destroying that together Or is that just a casualty of their massive fight I have no idea I'm like I'm, I don't
0: know I don't know if and anybody like- besides J.J. Abrams knows
2: and I trust J.J. J. Abrams, too. I'm yeah. not one of the, like, in J.J., J. we trust dorks. But I'm like... But he doesn't have a bad
0: movie.
2: He really doesn't. And I always heard yeah. that he didn't want to do The Force Awakens at first. He wanted to do Star Trek when that came out. He didn't want to do Star Wars because he was such a Star Wars fan that he didn't want to yeah. do it injustice or whatever. So I kind of trust that, you know, he's not going to look at something and be like, and eh, this but, is fine. Like, he's gonna be like, this needs to be a perfect ending.
0: The Force Awakens is, like, my third favorite movie.
2: The Force Awakens is unbelievably good. I hate that, like, years removed, people are like, you know, Disney's ruining... I'm like, they
0: really aren't. They re- they're really it's not. And I hate that, like, Disney suits are like, well, we gave you guys too much Star Wars too fast. Did you? Yeah. Did you really? Not me.
2: Yeah. Not yet. I... Mm-mm. Sorry. Force Awakens was, like almost everything that i wanted it to be like when it came out i was like wow thank you so much Yep. but even a shitty star wars movie to me is like well at least it, at least they gave me a new star wars movie it's like when that clone wars movie came out in 2008 that was trash but i was like oh, at least they're still doing it like yeah. thanks
0: thanks fox After watching it with the show it's not even that bad anymore to me but anyway sounds like me thanks. re-binging the marvel netflix shows yeah, <laughs> like, Iron Fist and Defenders like, aren't that great. bad if you watch them all together.
1: Yeah, are you, are you guys are you guys uh, already subscribed
0: with uh, with Disney Play to watch The Mandalorian? No, I'm I waiting guess. for the I'm waiting I for them the could. the bigger uh, ESPN Plus Hulu Plus package. I'll just probably like mm. find it the day they launch and have to wait like ten hours to pay. Uh, I guess I that. I haven't thought of that, but I that
1: yeah i haven't done disney play either as well i mean i really want to i'm really curious as seeing how it's going to work out and i mean yeah we're getting the mandalorian popping up on there i'm really excited to seeing that and along with all these uh marvel tv shows that are hitting you know uh uh what, what, what were they um scarlet witch and vision you know uh Falcon wanda and Winter Soldier. huh wanda vision Wanda WandaVision. vision there you go WandaVision. WandaVision. Yeah, Loki, you know, so I mean it's it's gonna be really exciting just getting to see all the uh the majority of all of Disney property just there and and getting the you know your own personal time to watch. So I think it's gonna be Thinking really exciting. It. I just I haven't gotten to
0: it as much myself. Thinking about it, I'm a little bitter, they had a Star Wars show ready to go the day this all launches, but not a Marvel show.
2: Yeah, it's kinda weird. We'll get, they'll get there. But I don't Another I don't think thing, real quick be like uh with John Favreau is doing the Mandalorian. He played the voice of like four people on the Clone Wars. Like rewatching <laughs> it, like it's like different characters. It's like, oh, that's Favreau's voice. And he was the voice of the dude in Solo. Yeah. So like John Favreau is clearly like a big Star Wars fan. So it's just making me more excited for the Mandalorian. I was like, oh, this is
0: going to be great. But this do is- do they have any other shows announced? I think uh the Obi-Wan show. Is that it? Uh, they're,
2: bringing, they're bringing Clone Wars back next year, which now I'm, you know, going to be thirty, and I'm like freaking out. I'm like, yes, fine. I'm like one of those guys. Is they, it going to be live action or is it going to be animated? Oh, it's animated for sure.
0: Because they've Although, got a good like, like half dozen Marvel shows announced, yeah, maybe two or three Star <laughs> yeah. Wars shows.
2: There's characters in Clone Wars show that I'm like. Oh. They should have put them in the movies. Like, that would have been so much better. This storyline would have been better than that. Like, they bring Darth Maul back. So, like, the thing in solo makes perfect sense by the time you get there. But anyway.
0: Oh, no, for real? That's dope.
2: Spoiler alert. Yeah. Year and a half old spoiler alert, everybody. Sorry. Watch things on the time of married. Wait, Darth yeah. Maul's still alive? Yeah, no. <laughs> He's. <laughs> So dead <laughs> for 20 years, he's been dead. <laughs> like, bring him back in like this beautiful thing. It's like an amazing story. And I'm like, wow. In
1: is the
0: Phantom Menace, he weird. got cut in <laughs> half, and that's where my logic is.
1: He should have. He sh- I, I really do wish that he was. I mean, I know we're getting off topic here, but Super really, really off fast. Topic. Darth Maul is my favorite Star Wars character. I love Darth Vader, I love Emperor Palpatine, I love Luke Skywalker and so on and so forth, but my most favorite is Darth Maul. And I wish that he was like Darth Vader in the original trilogy was the main baddie in the prequel trilogy. Uh, Because, okay, real quick, episode three, General Grievous. I was really hoping for General Grievous to have been, uh, you know, the re-cremated version of Darth Maul, you know? And I thought that would, be, would have been great, that final fight between uh, Maul versus Obi-Wan. I thought that would have been perfect, but instead they had some uh, random alien become this robotic uh, character. So, I don't know. I just thought that it would have been really, really perfect to be putting, uh, you know, Dark Maul in there to redeeming himself against fighting Obi-Wan once more again. So
2: What they give you on the clone give- is better than that. Yeah. Me, nah. well, it's, kinda, it's actually kind of the same thing, to be honest. But I, I know, I know, I know
1: that the, the shows are canon and everything, but they also try to keep it away from being part of the the film. You know, like if there's something revealed in the TV show and not in the movies, and you know, it's a little. It's yeah. super, I haven't yeah. watched. I haven't watched any of the animated shows because I think it's. I mean, not. It's just that I never had the time to watch it, and it's. Uh, it's just so much already that it's hard for me to keep up with. I I did see the Clone Wars movie animated and yeah, you're right, it is a piece of garbage, but it's fun to watch. In so, contrast you know.
2: to the show, it's just like a few episodes sewn together that start the show. So when you watch it like that, it's much better. If you watch it as I a did
1: company, I did watch I, I did watch the uh, those uh remember those mini clone war episodes yeah. that would pop
2: up every day? Yeah, is that what you were about referring about to? It was like a they were yeah, it was like 12 episodes or something and they were like 10 minutes long. Yeah, I watched those. Yeah. That was the first time they put General Grievous in those before they even did the movie, episode three. Mm-hmm. It was, like, unbelievable. But but that kind of, I don't know, it kind of, like, ends. It's like those are beginning, middle, end, and by the time those end, it, like, leads right into episode three. So it's, like, a separate thing from the TV show, but I'm still watching both of them. I'm going to talk about this all day if we don't.
0: Yeah, this is why we, we can't do a Star Wars episode <laughs> Cause, we don't
2: move on the terms. Yeah,
0: I won't be able to to moderate, as Eric put it a couple of episodes back, and you guys are just geek out for two hours. So like one
2: of the few things where I will like, if you don't stop me, I'm just gonna keep talking.
0: Okay, stop. It's like, yeah, okay. I've
2: said
1: this so many times that uh, when it comes to movies, I will not shut up. It's an endless
0: conversation. Okay, so before I was born in 1984 in Los Angeles. There was a waitress, and her name was Sarah Connor. There was a big, bright light in the sky, and this like big, big dude like stole Bill Paxton and his friend's trench coat. I need your clothes. And then this this other dude, Kyle Reese, he was a human. He 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 jacked some Nikes. He dragged the bums trench coat. Took took a sawed off shotgun from the cops. He was supposed to protect Sarah Connor. Six movies later, we get Terminator Dark Fate. I'm going to let Joe start, man, because in, in, like me and Joe in, in, in the Facebook Messenger, he has some interesting takes on the series that I need Nick to hear. <laughs> and, and before he even starts, I'm going to just say it out there. That it's no holes barred. If you haven't seen Terminator, go to the next segment or watch Terminator and come back because we we talking about everything. We're spoiling it all. Joseph, the floor is yours. All right,
1: righty. Spoiler alert, everybody. Here we go. There's a spaceship and the dead don't die.
0: Right.
1: Yep. yep, that's it. <laughs> anyway, anyway. No, Sarah Connor, she's really a man.
0: Spoiler. No. Um, I was talking about the movies that you liked more than other movies in the series. I know. I know.
1: Uh, let's see Well, okay. How can I start this off? I will admit, Terminator 3 does suck, but it is entertaining to watch. There's a lot of laughs in it, but it doesn't stay to the, to the same true persona of what Terminator 2 was. It's, it was trying to be its own Terminator 2 and make, taking it over forward to another direction. So, But it's not my favorite. I think it's my, one of my least favorites, of course, amongst others. And then we go to Terminator Salvation. We all thought that this was going to be the future war movie that we were going to get apparently not it became something completely different I think that it was uh, Terribly cast. I did not like Sam Worthington. I did not like Christian Bale as John Connor. You tripping. Um I know a lot of people hate me for my different opinions, but that's just how I feel about these movies um, You know, I just I was really hoping to get you know uh, human, human beings against machines, laser guns firing at each other. You know, you thought that this was going to be the epic battle that we were going to finally get to see. Which cases, I think that they were fixing on moving it forward towards that, if Salvation was a success, but unfortunately not. So, then it leads on to, to Terminator Genesis. People are going to hate me for saying this. And Randy hates me for saying this, but... I don't hate <laughs> anybody. I know, I know, but... Uh, i know terminator genesis is my favorite terminator movie of all <laughs> i know i know i know i know but
0: the reason why is because... <laughs> i didn't i didn't interpret all that terminator genesis is your favorite terminator movie of all six yes okay i'm i'm, I'm about to hang up on you
1: i know a lot of people hate me for saying the most blasphemous
0: movie opinion i may have ever heard
1: i i enjoy terminator one i enjoy terminator two and but genesis i just i remember i went into that theater i watched the movie i was excited i was really excited getting to seeing arnold coming back getting to seeing arnold versus arnold you know it's just Phenomenal. I mean, I just I loved the idea because I'm huge on sci-fi action and adventure, and Terminator is one of those. It, I love time, uh, time, uh, timeline movies, and Terminator is the one of the biggest knowable ones. But Genesis this
0: one, you know, used the Terminator timeline, and it became toilet paper, and <sighs> like no, I. I... They tried to it what I interpreted Genesis as days of future pasting the Terminator movies and they took away the good Terminator movies and that was my beef and everything they did with John Connor in Genesis that was my beef with Genesis
1: I will admit that they should not have gone back all the way before to To erase the first two movies, I think that if they were going to be going back in time, we should have gone back in time to being its actual Terminator Three. Okay, so I would I would have been I would be in agreement towards that, and I can understand why a lot of people very much dislike this movie. Um, But for me, I just like I said, I remember going to this theater, watching it, and as soon as the movie was over with, I remember leaving the theater. Are you all right? It's angel dust. It's angel dust, Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Fuck
2: you.
1: <laughs> What's this? Uh, but I remember walking out of the theater, and the first comment that I told that I said about this movie was, "This is today's Terminator 2." And I know that's not everybody else's comment. But for me, that's that was my first reaction that I felt about the movie when I left. I I just I enjoyed it very much. I loved Jason Clark's John Connor. I really did. I hate that they revealed that he was the villain of the movie in the trailers on but the poster. I really, yeah, I I really did love how. Um, you know john connor's uh, or the the way that Jason Clark portrayed John Connor in the movie at the beginning of the film, just and I'm like thinking, this is the way I pictured John connor I really did I really did love how the way he stood up he gave these the, this this hopeful speeches to influence all of the human resistance to do this final battle, which of course they did there's laser gunfights going on there's big explosions I'm like, this is great, I love it, and this is something that I've been expecting. Uh, along down the road within this Terminator franchise was getting to seeing the entire uh timeline come to a close in one in one full circle by seeing Kyle Reese and the first terminator going back in time. Of course we got that that was that's actually one of my favorite scenes in this movie uh in Terminator Genesis. So and I just I love it how everything was just shifting around and all that. I love the idea how it was a huge question mark about where did this T eight hundred come from? Who's back? Everything just shifted and changed. It was all a new different timeline, something that we're not really too familiar with resetting the the, the, the time loops so, of uh and I know a lot of people didn't like it, but I just, I had a lot of fun with this. Uh, I really, uh, one thing, I, another one thing that I did not like about this, of course, yes, Ja Courtney, I really did not like that. It was a very miscasting of him being uh, Kyle Reese. I really do think that they should have given it to a much more better actor who has a little bit more of a resemblance to uh, what uh, Michael Bean
0: did in the first film. So, um, what? Jason Clark looks nothing like Edward Furlong. It's like Nick Stahl in *Rise of the Machines* kinda looks like Furlong. Bale kinda looked like Furlong. Jason Clark looks nothing like these dudes.
1: I, you know, there was uh, when *Terminator 3* came out, and I saw Nick Stahl. I didn't even know who Nick Stahl was. I didn't even know what how Edward Furlong looked like all grown up. And I actually thought that Nick Stahl was uh, Edward Furlong. And but then when, uh, but before. Uh, we got all hyped up with the internet and stuff. Of course, I looked it up yeah. and I'm like, okay, that's not that. That is not that's not him. So, uh, but I thought it was a great resemblance and it just. But for me, it didn't work out. He seemed too wimpy. He didn't seem so uplifting. He seemed very down on himself, not very encouraging. Um, and I guess that's a little seed, you know, to grow with how the Terminator was just like, you know, basic psychology is a momo so and you know, <laughs> he's teaching him how to become this leader. So I don't know. But, uh, I did not like Kristen Bale's John Connor. I mean, and, and even after, um, I came up with that, that decision even before when I found out about his total outbreak in the production of Terminator Salvation, which I think was a massive, you know, misuse of it. Um, and but I don't know I just loved Jason Clark I really did I mean I I, I enjoyed his performance uh, especially when I saw him in uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and I just think that he's a great leading uh, character and having him being the John Connor character I just I have I fell in love with it and I really would have loved to have seen more of this storyline to continue on forward but unfortunately we did not I even also did like the idea of getting an image uh, Skynet character. I, 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 because you know, Skynet is always mentioned within the within the conversation, but never giving us a mental image of who Skynet really is. And just getting to seeing and a full uh, mental image of what this character is like now is just like oh, okay. okay. I- to something big, something just before, and and I actually uh, admire and respect all of that. So that's why I really did enjoy Genesis. So, uh, but I'm gonna shut up about that now. I'm gonna leave it to you guys because I know a lot of people get upset about me talking about Genesis. But that's just my my opinion based off of what
0: I felt about the movie when it was released. See, man, like now, see. now to now put it solely on the dark fate. Like, I'm one of them dudes. Like, I see what's on screen. And then I process it, and, like, in the moment, and it's, like, this movie took a little bit from, like, every other Terminator movie. And then, like, having, having that, like, subsidiary system that Skynet or whatever it is in Dark Fate uses to take over, that's one thing that I, did, I didn't like in Genesis, and then it's, it did that. And then, like, Gabriel Luna was, like, part tx Part T one thousand. I thought that was dope. Um, I'm gonna say it now, so it gets said, so we don't just start rambling and forget. Mackenzie Davis is the best part of Dark Fate, hands down. Absolutely, she's super badass. Like, well, um, Nick, you be on Twitter, man. What did Tim Miller say? Like, misogynist males are gonna be like so blood hurt over Mackenzie Davis in this movie. I don't know. It was something along those lines. I don't know if that's the word for word quote. But it's That's like, like and then uh Schwarzenegger like as Carl, they they took the whole Pops thing and like kind of reuse that. But yeah. but then like um Joe, I know you do. Nick, do you uh watch Jeremy Johns on YouTube? Yes. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> no. <laughs> In his review, man, he's talking about the way the very beginning, the way they took out John Connor and And how it all, like, reset the whole future. And that's when the whole time travel element... That's when all of this can get confusing, at least to me. Because I'm a Neanderthal and educated in all this. But if John Connor dies after Terminator 2, and he also said that the de-aging or the stand-in or whatever it was, however they put John Connor on screen at the very beginning... He should have looked a little more like American History X for long than identical to Terminator 2 for long, because there's like a three to seven year age gap in there. Yeah, five year age gap. And then, if you you come back and you kill John Connor, he effectively doesn't lead any resistance, doesn't send back Kyle Reese, the original movie never happens, the second movie never happens, so there's no need for him to die. That's where I get confused. And then overall, like I had fun, but then he got me thinking of like, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Maybe it wasn't as good as I thought of walking out of the theater and even put in my review. But it's still, in my opinion, the best movie since Judgment Day. Sorry, Joseph. I have Genesis like second to last. Hey, it's okay.
1: I respect your opinion.
0: Opinions, bro
1: i expect you're wrong i expect
0: you're wrong Hell yeah you're wrong it's it's just it's just the movie it's not the cure for cancer so right but it's like natalia reyes was dope i thought linda hamilton coming back was cool but like i wasn't like oh yes like she's why i want to see this movie Can, okay jump, uh, jump in before
1: you know i just want to say real quick is that I I heard this, I forgot where I heard this from, but I actually am in agreement with this, is that um, the reason why we haven't been getting any successful Terminators after Terminator 2 is because Terminator 1 and Terminator 2 were focused on the character Sarah Connor. And after Terminator 2, they continue to focus the main character on John Connor, believing that he is the reasoning for this franchise existence. That's not the case. You know, we we were leaning it towards Linda Hamilton's Sarah Connor, not Amelia Clark's uh, Sarah Connor from Genesis. No, we're focusing on Linda Hamilton and as to where she, where her story takes on forward, and that's where Dark Fate comes into play and becoming that third installment into the actual uh, Terminator Circle line. And um, and when it came to the beginning of Terminator Dark Fate, I am in agreement that. I loved the de aging. I was easily astonished by what I saw when we got to see nineteen ninety one Sarah Connor, young Sarah Connor, and little uh, Edward Furlong. You know, they looked so realistic. This this looked like as if it was shot within that that back in that day, and it was just so amazing. Uh, Arnold's de aging was a little off. You know, you can actually easily tell that it was a little fake, but you know, it's still realistic. I actually, it's a lot better than. What we got in uh, uh, Terminator Salvation, you know, the fake Arnie, but um, I think it was great, and I love. I mean, a lot of people are going to hate me for this as well, even though that they hate the fact of our John Connor getting killed off. Is I loved the idea because we we just we just passed the Halloween season, right? And I recently watched once more again Halloween Resurrection, and we were talking about this in the last episode. Is that? Uh, I love the idea of our main character getting killed off you know what would happen if the bad guy really did win and succeeding his mission by killing the person that he is meant to kill off and that's what this Terminator did and I love the idea and because it felt very much down-to-earth because you know in in realistic in reality here the hero doesn't win every single day you know it's it just it made me feel like it was real and and, and I went along with it, and I and I felt like that th- it was leading towards something. And of course, at the ending of the movie, you know, uh, Sarah she lost her child, and then um, uh, Danny, the uh, Natalia Reyes character, she lost her family. So in which cases, yeah. Sarah got her her child back, but instead of losing her son, you, you know, she lost her son but she gained a daughter with the same destiny that her son had raising him and bringing her up to becoming the leader the new leader of the resistance so that's what I got out of the movie and oh and also another thing I know I talk so much but the the thing is is that (laughs) the thing is that the way I look the the reaction that I got when John Connor got killed off was that oh oh you there huh
0: Oh, my connection's messed up because you, you got sketchy. Okay. Are we good? Yeah, you're good. Keep going.
1: Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, Sarah Connor and John Connor, they completely wiped out Skynet and the Judgment Day that we know from Terminator 2. Defeated it. Okay? So, I know you said something earlier about Kyle Reese going back in time, so there's really no meaning. Where is Kyle Reese within his time anyways? Um, but uh, there's no reasoning for Kyle Reese to go back through time. There's no uh, reason for him to be fathering John and you know and, and John doesn't really have a purpose anymore for his existence. So he gets bam wiped out. You know, he's he's still a part. He wait, wait hold. On. He's still a part of that future because you, you erased everything, you know, the, the, the Terminator from Terminator 2 killed himself because just to erase the future timeline. But you got to remember this, too, is that uh, John Connor is from the, you know, a piece of him is from the future based off of his father. So he's still a part of that future. That future still is in existence. So there is no way for the, uh, the, the future Judgment Day to exist with the existence of John Connor still being alive. So that's what I got out of it. I could be wrong, but you know, let me hear what you guys got to say because everybody always is in the disagreement with me about what I say. But you know, it's just
2: it's just my thought about what I thought
1: when I saw the movie.
2: Do you think the writers' room was like this? Like they sat down at a table and a guy like laid it all out like that? Like, oh yeah,
0: but, like, but Cameron like, signed off on this though. Yeah, Cameron's like, been as involved with Dark Fate more than he was in any other sequel since Judgment Day.
2: I think that was where the hype for me was in this, because I'd always heard Linda Hamilton said she never really was going to come back and do it. Like She was supposed to be in three, but she was kind of a secondary character in the first draft of the script, and she was like, I don't... Hard pass. You know, yeah, and then James Cameron was like, I'll do a three, and then as years went on, he was like, you know, I told the story I wanted to tell in two... So I'm just probably going to pass. So the fact that they both were involved in this, like they both read the script, were pitched the idea, and liked it enough, that, I think, was what got me the most excited. Like, they both liked it enough that they think that it's a proper continuation of the story. And it was, in my opinion.
0: um, David Goyer wrote it, right?
2: Yeah. He's all hits. Yeah,
0: Blade 3. That's sarcasm.
2: But... He's got one massive hit off the top of my head behind,
0: behind Joe's head. Then he write Batman Begins too. I think so. There you go. Yeah, he did. There's, there's uh, he's not a good director, but he's a good writer.
2: Yeah, but um, had like Terminator three and four, five not exist. Like had, had this just been twenty five plus years after Terminator two, I'd have probably loved it. Like I'd, have, I think as a decades removed continuation. The way that they're doing things now with, like, Top Gun and stuff like that. Yeah. Halloween. I think it... Blade Runner. I, I think, like, in that vein of movie, I think Dark Fate would have been one of the better ones for sure. Watching all of them over the past few days, it's hard not mm. to compare them to, like... Yeah. You know, Terminator 3 is just stuck in my head, whether I wanted it to be or not. I was like, oh, yeah, they did this and this.
0: Yeah. And it's like, like, like at its core, Mackenzie Davis was basically Sam Worthington.
2: Yeah, but like better, way better. Way even her haircut was better. Like it's just, <laughs> like, I mean, so, I, this was an interesting rewatch of movies because I did it back when um, Genesis came out. I, I think watched I did the some. whole series. That was 2015, and I hadn't watched any of them since. I hadn't even watched Genesis since the theater. So, this was like. I remember liking Salvation in the theater. I remember seeing it in the theater and thinking, that was dope. That was really cool. That was like a serious, like a more like epic take on this story.
0: Good for and you. watched them? Do what? Good for you.
2: Yeah, like, I remember that i thought that was hilarious like that like i don't know why i just never was bothered by that i just thought it was really funny
0: i didn't know until like a year maybe two years ago that that was like behind the scenes of salvation
2: yeah no i remember because he's like i'm trying to do the same with bryce and you're getting in the fucking way and i was like oh that's so funny like i don't know why i just think it's hilarious like just, i don't know Stop getting in the way because Joaquin did a similar thing for Joker. He didn't freak out, but there's that little clip that circulated where he's talking to a cinematographer guy. You haven't seen it? It's uh, when he's in his apartment building. They I was too busy having Jenny negative Kimmel's. thoughts. Yeah, they played it on Jimmy Kimmel, and he was like surprised by it. I guess he hadn't seen it, but it was when he was in the apartment building with his shirt off, and he was like talking to a cinematographer guy. Yeah. But anyway... Um, like, re-watching them all, Salvation is just a drag. Like, like it, I'm going to agree with Joe in the sense that, like, I don't think Genesis is the best movie. But I saw it in the theater. I remember thinking it was fine. But as soon as I left, I was like, was that stupid? I was like, was that really dumb? Probably. So I was worried that, like, re them, I was like, Genesis is going to be hard to get through. But, like, it's a lot of fun. Like, I was sitting and watching and entertained by all of it. And like, Salvation was really the only one that I I watched, and I was like, "There's just nothing fun stop about." It. They're like taking it so seriously. I'm gonna and,
0: I'm gonna break it down. Like rewatching the first two, the first two are as close to perfection as any movie can get. And then, and like the humor, like one wasn't that funny, but it didn't need to be. Like it was sci-fi horror. It was great. Yeah. It was, Judgment it was, Day. It was- Judge- Like, because there's a kid involved, you know, they had to, like, you know, he's teaching him how to be a little human and adapt and all this, and my my CPU can blah, 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 you know, the humor was, like, perfectly injected in Judgment Day, and then watching Rise of the Machines, you know, talk to the hand, bitch, I need your clothes, you know, whatever, whatever, like, from 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 Jump Rise of the Machines was like okay this is uh, like I said in the Instagram group chat Rise of the Machines is a dollar store Judgment Day to a T and the humor was so forced and unfunny and then like Salvation comes along and yeah it's McGee but like I I liked Bale as John Connor and I liked Bryce Dallas Howard and it it was more serious and it wasn't at all funny at I liked watching it more than Rise of the Machines. I'm sorry, fuck me. Oh, Oh,
1: and then... Is it because... Salvation? Is it because you liked it? Because it's not like how all the other ones are dealing with time travel, you know, where an evil Terminator is going after somebody and another Terminator is protecting? And yeah, the the plot did
0: try something different. It was set in the future. And then there was... uh, That's what I was going to say. Like, Genesis kind of did the whole... This person is the embodiment of Skynet the way that Helena Bonham Carter was in Salvation. So, like, all these movies kind of borrow off each other. But, yeah, like, that's why I I put Salvation fourth after Dark Fate. Like, Dark Fate's my third favorite in the series.
2: I just, I don't know. I just, like, thought for sure, like, watching them. It's It's like, when Three came out, I was 13. I was I was young enough to like be excited for it, and I think enjoy it on the level that they wanted it to be enjoyed, like as a summer popcorn movie of the time. I always remember thinking it was fine, and every time I rewatch it, like after that, I was I was fine for what it was as the overlaying series. It's. Not as good, but like rewatching it this time, I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember this. I remember this line. I remember this." And like the humor, it's very hit miss. But like, there's a couple funny things. Like I thought Nick Stahl was good. I think Claire Danes was good. Yeah. The girl Terminator thing was
0: fine. It was different. Yeah, it was like, where can we go from here? Yeah, it's like after Robert Patrick just kills it. Yeah, like who can be as that's intimidating? A,
2: that's New we're
1: never guy. gonna get him back that's what I want I wanna see Robert Patrick
0: come back no yeah, dude he, like, never... he did the whole like exploding lava enchantress dance at the very end and mm-hmm. he's dead
2: that's the, like the new the dark fake guy I thought was good he I... was a good villain but he did like he just didn't have that like thousand yard stare that Robert Patrick had like but he was he chasing tried. Him, like, just walking like there, and it was like book. And he did try; like he had that real straight face, like you could tell. Like
0: my whole body's a weapon, really brother.
2: Like even seeing him walk, just looking like a guy, it's like the way he did it was like that guy's a robot. Like he just he gave it like a performance where I was like, uh, yeah, he, I would know he was a robot. And the... no, no, I go go ahead, I keep on interrupting, but go for it. I... rude.
0: Who so does that
2: out of my ass? But I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna agree with Joe a little bit about Genesis. Like it's not I'm it's not the best. But rewatching it here, I was more entertained by it. like Jason Clark had there was like a warmth about his portrayal, like in the beginning of the movie that I'm like, you know like Rick from Walking Dead. I'm like, you know, that's a guy I would follow. Like that's not just like Christian Bale just kinda yelled at everybody. And like looked tough and I was like I don't buy him as John Connor I, mean, I guess he's just like a guy he probably should have played the Sam Worthington role instead I heard that's like he insisted on playing John Connor instead or oh, something like that and he was so feeling himself right. after Batman yeah but I don't know Salvation and like Salvation has a good cast like Anton Yelchin, Common I just like I kept watching it and I think I knew Dark Fate was going to be better about like 20 minutes in because every movie has a car chase. And, and Terminator 3 has one real early, and I don't really give a shit about it. With the crane. Genesis has like two or three, and I just didn't care about them. Salvation had one, and they're like sh- shooting stuff out of the car. And I was like, this is boring. But like the car chase in Dark Fate is really good, and then it leads to that road like face off. So I was like, oh, this is probably, this is already For
0: like kind of grabbing my attention. But I feel like whoever was w- running Warner Brothers in the mid to late 2000s was just like, McG, listen to me and listen yeah. good. Don't make Charlie's Angels. Don't make yeah. Rise of the Machines. Make the Dark Knight. Yeah. Again.
2: Make the Dark like, Knight
0: with robots. He's
2: just like, I know every fucking thing in the world about fucking the Dark Knight. And they're like, whatever, McG. <laughs> that's what I always think of that's how I never forget that he directed that movie is because of that rant And he's like McGee you gotta say something to this prick <laughs> McGee's just like I didn't see what
0: happened <laughs> like
2: making the world to me
0: McGee like, but and then they were like <laughs> what, what was it We Are Marshall was, was good-ish so that's a good movie. we know we is know it's Mickey? in you
2: Oh, McGee I don't think I I, don't, I need to look up his filmography before I shit all over him. Oh, I bro. just think of Charlie's Angels. Yeah, Charlie's Angels. I like those
0: too. We are Marshall. He did uh, this means war with uh, Pine and Hardy.
2: <laughs> Not great.
0: And then oh, I, I feel like I'm missing one. And he directed the pilot to lead the weapon. You know what? I
2: think we're being unfair to Big G
0: oh wait wait till I rewatch these Charlie's Angels movies next weekend we'll we'll come back Charlie's to that
2: Angels.
0: we'll put a I've pin in that
2: but anyway quick while I'm about it uh, but another thing that I a thought that I gathered from rewatching the movies that dark fate fixed that I thought was kind of cool it was probably unintentional it was like the whole Sarah Connor block like the reason we're trying to save and kill her is because she's given birth to a guy who's going to save the world. There was just something weird about it, like thinking about it, rewatching. I'm like, you know, that's kind of handmaid's tale ish. Like, I'm like, that's kind of like, we got to save your womb because that's all you're good for. We got to save your womb. And like, it works, but it's like almost 30 years later, it's like, we're still, just gonna talk about Sarah Connor and just how like she's important because her son was important, and that it, this kind of fixed that, you know, like it eh, the whole John Connor thing. Like, I'm like, eh, maybe, maybe not. I don't know, but by getting rid of that and putting in that new character of Danny, and you know, saying, Oh, you are the leader of whatever's gonna happen, like, you were the one who's gonna fix everything, not your seed, not your not your uterus, like, it's all gonna be you. I thought that was, I thought it was like, oh, that's a fresh take on, like, a yeah. potentially
0: dusty idea. I was
2: like, you know, i don't need yeah. to talk about.
0: I'm, I'm watching, and I'm, like, sitting there, until it's all cleared up, I'm sitting there like, okay, this is kind of like The Force Awakens. This is a 2019 remake of the original movie. Like, she's gonna give birth yeah. to the new savior, blah, 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 and Sarah Connor is kind of filling that Kyle Reese role without... The conservation, yeah. blah, blah, whatever. And then they clear it up. She's John. Like, yeah, that's pretty yeah. dope. Yeah.
2: There's a. I, uh, wait,
0: I hold was hold actually hold thinking. I got cut it off. It was uh, Joe, Go ahead, Joe. You had the floor before we broke off. Okay, that's fine.
1: Um, so. I love the Easter eggs that were represented into this movie. Like, say, for example, the uh, the evil Terminator is called Rev 9. That's based off of Revelations 9 that uh, says the end of all things. So I really do love it. That was a great. That's cool. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you guys, I, I just, uh, I saw some recent videos about how these Easter eggs were put into this movie. And that was actually one of them. And I loved it. And uh, another one, too. Uh, I want to say I want to leave this one to last, but the, the, the next one was uh, the the song from the bar in Terminator Two was in this movie when uh, you know the Terminator falls and, and it goes in death. Uh you uh, like there
0: he is, I saw, I,
1: yeah, Car like, Cadillac, and I, I heard the song. I was like, oh, I know that song. Great, great addition. I love that. And one at uh, the one really cool thing that I, that I found out was the, the, the T-800, Carl, who runs this draping business, if you look at the phone number on the van, it says 1-800, I I'm at 888 512 1984 That was the release date from the first original Terminator movie. And they said that if you called that number, you get Arnold Schwarzenegger's voicemail and he says, hasta la vista baby he he says that in the voicemail box, and you don't leave a voicemail, you just hear the voice in there and i and I, and I said, you know what I gotta try this out. I called it, and yeah, it was there. I so saw, I recommend you guys to go and try and try it out. It's super cool one eight 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 five twelve nineteen eighty four wow i i didn't I thought it was a fake, and I tried it out, and I was like, Oh wow, that's so cool, so um." But uh, one thing, when it came to uh, Mackenzie Davis's Grace, is I did get a little bit of a feel of a female version of Kyle Reese, and I'm like thinking, okay, well nowadays you do get, um, you know, like there has to be like some some um, some gayness in uh, in uh, some of the some of these things now, and I'm like thinking, okay, don't don't tell me that. Wait, Wait, don't don't tell me that race and And uh, the Danny character are going to be lesbians, you know, like they're going to fall in love with each other or something, you know. And I'm like thinking, please don't let that happen. But thank thank God that didn't happen. So I I was actually thinking because, okay, Grace seemed a little bit too mannish for me. You know, she really didn't seem as feminine as how we all know with what – Christina Loken did with her TX character, so. Uh, but this one seemed a lot more, you know, down to earth, more, you know, uh, very strong, masculine, and everything. So, um, so that's that. I was getting a feel of that actually was going to be happening down the road. So, but unfortunately, we didn't. That didn't happen. But and then the reveal of how Danny Ramos's character was not the Sarah Connor, but the John Connor. I kind of knew that down, uh, you know, very earlier in the movie when they continue to keep on hiding the fact that she was just like Sarah Connor, you know, being the mother to the leader of the resistance. You know, I'm like thinking, no, I don't think she's the Sarah. I think that she's the John. And of course, it reveals that, yes, she's the John. But I was kind of hoping for a really badass reveal. I wanted something to say, you know what, the bad guy is actually the good guy, and the good guy, the, the you know, Grace character is actually the bad guy, and, and you know, is protecting this one because she is the reason for judgment they have you know. That would have been a really cool reveal. I don't know how to say it in, in, in statistics, but I really do feel like that would have been a really badass reveal, and just having it being just to where she's not the Sarah, she's just the John, it's like, eh, it was okay, but it was a little bit disappointing for me. So that's pretty much all I wanted to say about that.
2: She's Grace's life as a child. No, I'm saying like she's protecting her. She's protecting her.
0: Yeah, all the meaning and like all the emotion behind those two characters I thought was ended up being a real cool payoff. Yeah,
2: I thought so too. I'm crying as if we can't just say spoilers. You've cried a lot in this episode. That one of the characters doesn't make it to the end kind of bummed me out like more than I thought. Like when I was watching, I was like, I'm not emotionally invested in this. It's Terminator. It's robots. But by the time we got to the end, I was like, "Damn!" There's, I will say, there's two characters that, you know, meet their demise at the end of the film, and I was more upset at one than I was the other. I was like, you know, that makes sense. Go do your thing again for like the third time in the series. Go <laughs> die. But then the other one, I was like, "Damn, you deserve better." I would have liked to see you in a sequel. We're talking about Grace. For, we've, already, we've already For talked John. About for John. In- yeah. yeah. If, they, if they're still listening after all the spoilers, they've brought up. Hey. So
0: Grace. Dies I warned them, I warned them before the start. Them. They know we're spoiling the movie. Yeah.
2: They're, they're, yeah I was um, thinking, like, throughout the whole. I was like, if they make this into a trilogy or they make sequels, this little ragtag team pretty fun carl sarah connor danny and grace it's kind of a
1: fun well i wonder how they're going to be explaining and how if arnold schwarzenegger comes back in another terminator movie is it going to be the same to where i mean he's He's seventy-two years old, so I mean they're gonna do the whole thing where I, which of course is one of the great additions to Genesis that I love. but Also, was the human tissue it ages, so and they can, and they use that also in Dark Fate. So and I thought it, it's it's a great great explanation, and I'm pretty sure they're gonna be using that in future films if Arnold decides to keep on coming back to these movies. It's
2: something Randy and I talked about. Yeah, in the chat if it gets a sequel or not or whatever like would they bring back that character or the character of grace and i think to do that they would have to start messing around with the timey-wimey like weird time travel stuff and i think that that's what they're trying to avoid doing now by putting this movie out they're not trying to do that like genesis is almost like rick and morty does terminator like i i referred to it the other day to my friend i was like it's just they, they sent somebody to just screw it up and then the whole thing, it's like, well, what if we did this and did this timeline and this and this universe we did this? And it's a lot of fun. But I think with Dark Fate, that's what they're trying to avoid now. They're like, We're trying to make it less complicated, even though with the John Connor thing, they made it more complicated. My Maybe idea for that. Dark
0: Fate two is Linda Hamilton meets Amelia Clark. So that'd be wild. <laughs> Bale meets Jason up. Clark. <laughs> okay like, hey, you can't be here it's like put all oh, the movies oh, in the oh, world because
2: i mean an episode of <laughs> Guy where brian and stewie like were time traveling and then brian and stewie kept coming back and killing the other brian and stewies and they're like who are you and it's like "I'm you <laughs> don't go in there and they're tra- no who are you now it's like no i'm you don't listen to that one and uh, that's what genesis was all missed it was like you know they just threw shit at a fan and did what stuck to the wall and like it's not good, but it's fun. Like it I'll be damned it wasn't entertaining. But I think that's <laughs> what they're trying not to do now. So I think to bring Arnold back, you know, that's kind of a moot point at this, you know, that I don't think it's gonna
0: make a ton of money. Yeah. It's that's, kinda sad. That's I where I wanted to go, partners. man. Like bringing Linda Hamilton back from the director of Deadpool. Cameron is the most he's been involved since Judgment Day. They had, a, they had like, all the elements they needed for, like, a $50 million opening at least. And it seems like this might not even crack 30. So, it's like... Yeah, what I like, saw the other day. Warner Brothers couldn't do it. It looks like Paramount can't do it, man. It's just like, like, let Terminator chill. Like, we can enjoy the first two movies. Let Terminator chill for, like, 15, 20 years. And then, I guess, try to do a, a flat remake, man. Like, t- 2030, and, uh, set it in... Paramount. Did Paramount sell their Terminator rights over to twentieth Century Fox? Fox is doing the international distribution. But I oh. I think I think Cameron might solely get the rights back he's like sold. in a year or two. He's not gonna, yeah, yeah, he's
1: not gonna do heard, anything new. No. I think that if we're to be working on having to direct another Terminator movie, it won't be until after when he's finished with his huge five of Avatar movies. So, and by then um, he'll be ready
0: to retire.
1: Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I just I don't think that if if
0: Avatar five comes out in like ten years, on- what? so that Avatar five comes out in like ten years.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Old and dead. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's I've done. I just
1: I don't think that it's gonna continue on moving forward if this movie doesn't succeed enough. If, if the rights are given to
0: back to Cameron, so I just I think that they had they had like a good three movie arc, and Schwarzenegger like we were saying like Schwarzenegger came at him like Harrison Ford like I'll do this one man, but I'm too old now, just kill me off. And they had the confidence to do the next two without Arnold and the T800. Yeah, like.
2: I heard sure Arnold got paid thirty million dollars to be in three. Damn. Which is what,
0: three, three, three uh, of these, or Rise of the Machines.
2: Rise of the Machines.
0: Oh, I can see it. It was like his <laughs> like last movie, Free Politics. He,
2: he didn't want to come back enough, and they were like, "We'll give you thirty million dollars." Warner Brothers, <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> but Rise of the Machines was kind of a hit, though. Salvation. Kind of. all- Salvation wasn't a flop, but it wasn't what they were. It opened against not at the museum, too, if I'm not mistaken, and that
0: sounds right. Was a and wave up around the fingers, yeah.
2: And then Genesis was like a flop, yeah. From what I remember, like Genesis came out. I don't even think it opened at number one.
0: I doubt it. I don't remember what came out Fourth of July, 2015, but it was like like Minions or something. Minions, if it was Minions, Minions
2: would have kicked its ass yeah but uh, it was right before the original war. man like, Genesis, like wasn't big at all i will say that i'm not really interested in another terminator movie if it's not a sequel to this if it's not a sequel to dark fate but, but we're still like, gonna yeah. see it like i'll probably still see it but like in a couple years if they're like we're rebooting it again i'm gonna be like come yeah like, three, on, three like, strikes like, and you're out come on guys times stop if they're like we're gonna move forward with the dark fate sequel Excuse me. i'll be excited like yeah. i'll be like yeah i'll see where they go from here that was pretty good was pretty if good. genesis
1: if genesis would have succeeded and made enough to where they could have done a sequel would you have gone and watched it even though it was terrible to you guys yeah no, for
2: sure i didn't think it was yep. terrible and like even re-watching it like i was like amelia clark's pretty good Jay I just Kourtney didn't like her not. height. I think she was too short. Yeah, but it, they even use that as, like, comedy. Like, when they were getting their mug shots and she was, like, short. Yeah. And then, you did the smile? Like, I laughed. I'm not going to lie. Like, I chuckled. Like, I was like, fat eh. they're playing bad boys. Like, Jay Courtney's not bad. What is it about Jay Courtney that everyone hates? There's just something about him. Like, every, everybody's just like, man.
0: Die Hard 5.
2: He had the greatest, like... I did
1: like him in Suicide game, Squad. But, uh, Captain Boomerang's my favorite in that movie. Suicide Squad's right. his
0: best performance, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, probably. Jack Reacher was pretty good. He had, like, the best, like, manager in the game for, yeah. like, five years. Like, he was in Die Hard and all these movies. And I was like, I guess... Jake he was
0: Orky's just... He, he was one of those, like, Taylor Kitsch, Sam Worthington dudes that that got shoved down society's yeah. throat or movie fans they throat really for a few tried. years
2: they really tried with taylor kitch i was bummed out that didn't work but uh i think like that but even as like kyle reese like he could have been like that movie was so tongue-in-cheek that i think he could have been a little funnier like they could have gotten like a chris pratt type yeah not chris pratt but like a,
0: that type
2: he to, was like, busy gardening,
0: like, guarding the galaxy yeah would have worked a little better
2: but even him, I was like, you know, you're not bad. Not bad about him.
0: Yeah, really. um, I like. I thought he was fine. I thought Amelia <laughs> Clark did as good a Linda Hamilton impersonation as anybody yeah. could have. But,
2: yeah, like I just, I that was the most surprising when I rewatched all of them. I was like, I can't believe this doesn't really suck. Like, it do, it's almost like it does suck, but I'm sitting here just enjoying it anyway, and that was almost more fun than. Yeah, Salvation, which I'm like, I know this is made well and i know i should be liking these academy award you know winning actors and all this cinematography shoving in my face but i'm just not like i'm just not enjoying it it's just not fun Everybody, yeah, everybody's mad everybody's just yelling at each other
1: another thing that uh about dark fate is i found out in a recent interview that uh the director tim miller and producer uh james cameron within production of the movie they really didn't get along there was so many arguments between the two that they didn't really see eye to eye they weren't on the same page with with each other so i'm assuming that that's also one of the reasons why this movie is probably going to bomb um and so i don't i don't think that because i i think that since uh tim miller wanted to make this his own movie and james cameron was more like you know this is my world that I created. I think I know a little bit more about it than you do. But Tim Miller just set aside his his different uh, opinions and ideas about the film and just moved on forward with his own with his own uh, direction. So, uh, so I think that that's one of the reasons why this the, a lot of our uh, audiences and critics are not very fond of the movie. So, yeah, I just wanted to throw that as a little well, addition. The
2: direction to was the movie. pretty good too. Like was that? I thought the direction was pretty good. Yeah. I thought Dark Fate was like a really like a well made movie. Like the you know, the whole like the narrative didn't feel rushed or like like the balance between like you know, emotional scenes and action scenes I thought was pretty good. Like I was surprised. Like I was like, you know, it actually
1: is I was okay with the movie. I mean I gave it a seventy seven percent, so that's that's for me it's a good rating.
2: Yeah. I was like I actually thought, actually is. I actually yeah, thought
1: I was cool. I actually thought I was going to hate the movie because when they first released the title to this Terminator movie called Dark Fate, I didn't like the title. Yeah. And then when the first trailer first came out, I didn't even like the trailer. It didn't get me excited to say, "Oh, you guys already won me. I'm going to buy my ticket right away." I mean, I w- I wasn't in that in that in that level there. I mean, I'm like, "Okay, yes, I will watch the movie when it releases, but I'm not really that excited for it. It's not my most anticipated movie of the year." So, oh, no. you know.
2: I saw that first trailer in front of every movie. I got so sick of that with the Bjork song, like the slow remake of the Bjork song. I was like, I hate this. It was in front of every movie. It was in front of Rocket Man. It was in front of Spider Man. It was like every single movie I saw. they
0: that, yeah, that, that was super... a group chat topic for a while. The yeah. some some trailers cut out like all the rounds going into the Rev 9s face for, on that on that plane. Like some, I forget where I saw it, and I forget where I didn't see it, but some of them cut it out, and some of them kept it in.
2: I think in front of It, they played, I think it was It, they played a Terminator thing, and they completely cut it out. And I was
0: like, I like like, the movie can't handle
2: it. Yeah. That first trailer, man, I was so sick of that first trailer. And then Comic-Con came, I was like, finally, we're going to get another trailer. And they didn't put out another trailer. The only thing they did was lie and say that yeah. Edward Furlong was going to be in the movie.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and I was like, he wasn't in the movie. That doesn't count. I was pissed.
1: I was really expecting to seeing a grown up John Connor in this being part of the team that's going to save, uh, you know, help out Grace's character and I thought that was gonna be great, you know, having to see this this trilogy of three awesome characters that we've gotten to know and love in Terminator two coming back together just like Star Wars, which they didn't they missed out on that opportunity. But I thought it would have been great. But of course they did the same thing here too. They killed off, you know, John Connor and uh I thought I thought it would have been really cool. But
2: they they announced that and I thought that was so because cool, I was like Edward Furlong's had a little he had a rough go. I already was supposed to be in 3. Like, they gave him the script, and they just assumed, like, making it. They were like, this is going to be a sequel to 2. We're going to get Furlong. He's going to be John Connor. And I, I guess he was struggling with addiction or whatever, and he ended up getting fired, I think. And it's yeah. just, I don't know. They made that announcement, and he seemed stoked about it. Like, he made an Instagram, and, like, his yeah. Instagram post seemed really, like, he was stoked to be on the... Comic Con circuit,
0: yeah, it'll come out in a few days that he he did film something that got cut. Yeah,
2: like yeah, it'll be like, guess I wasn't beefed up enough or something. (laughs) (laughs) For long, these are my favorite child actors. The the fact that Terminator Two is his first movie is that's crazy. Every time I watch it, I'm like, that's nuts. That he had never done acting before that. And he had a pretty just, good son too. What's his to biggest star in the world at the time?
1: They just Did you see well. this video on YouTube? I don't know what other movie that Furlong was in, but it was to where he got. He also got shot down when he walks into a bedroom. And they added this little scene of Arnold Schwarzenegger coming in. I think it was Commando. And he shoots him down. And and I saw the comment saying, this is literally what happened in Terminator Dark Fate. I'm like, that yeah, wow, was
2: really wonderfully well edited. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, it's in a uh, American History X. He gets shot in a bathroom. Another mm. great performance by Edward Furlong. Mm. Jeff, if you're making another list, that's a really good one. He was in that. He was in Pet Cemetery too. He was in a movie with Kathy Bates where he played her son. The name is escaping me, but it was just like a drama. Oh yeah, I heard and of was, that. Yeah, Christmas. but I I don't know. They were building a house. It'll come. It'll come mm. to me. He was also in Detroit Rock City, which is yeah. the greatest movie ever made of all time. Period. It's the best movie of all time. Better than Terminator Two. But that's neither here nor there. Best movie of all time. I'm saying it. It's in the atmosphere. It said Detroit Rock City. All
0: right.
2: Detroit Rock City, Casablanca, Gone with the Wind. That's how it goes? I said what I said. Terminator
0: Genesis is for. Um, I, don't know, I feel I, I feel like we're starting to run on fumes. Any any like closing thoughts that we want to throw out there before we wrap it up?
2: Yes, Detroit City is the best movie of
0: all time. Okay, no. Any Terminator <laughs> really Dark exactly. Fate thoughts before we wrap it up? No. Um, I hope it
2: does well.
0: I haven't checked. Hope. Our- before we wrap up joe since like what two episodes ago how many scorsese movies have you been able to watch
1: i have only gotten to watch the one that i mentioned before which is wolves of wall street i mean it's uh i've been uh watching since it was the halloween season it's my favorite season throughout the entire year and i've been watching a lot of scary flicks it is scary that you um, haven't
0: seen more scorsese
1: yeah, no, definitely I will be. I mean, I know that I have uh, – uh, is Gangster Squad a Scorsese movie? Not
0: even close.
1: It wishes. No, okay. But I know that but Mr. Goodman here Mr. recommended it for me, so I'm going to probably check movies.
0: that one out. Not for Scorsese, just for Gangster, gangster movies.
2: Yeah, you can skip Gangster Squad if you okay. watch Taxi Driver or something instead. Like if you watch a Scorsese flick. I think oh, okay. I'm skip Gangster Squad too. I'm doing a thing in a couple days.
0: Don't copy me again.
2: I'm not. I'm doing it specifically so I don't copy. I'm doing a different one. It's gonna just, be fun. Joe,
0: just, just keep an eye on what I'm watching this month, except for Charlie's Angels, Frozen, and James Mango directed movies. Everything else is Scorsese oh, I can't wait to watch Frozen. Oh my god. But uh That's gonna that's gonna put a put a put a nice little bow on this movie segment. Uh, In two weeks, I'm doing a Q&A with the Blu-ray collectors, with the movie collectors again. So, we're going to see some new faces the next time, probably. And then, I'll bring the regular panel back in December. And when I come back, we're going to talk some sports. Rec League, man. As promised, I cooked up something for sports. My guy, old man Lawrence, is back. Y'all know him. Y'all love him. Uh... I wanted to bring him on and have him talk about that boxing match last night, man. That uh Canelo Kovalev fight. Only thing I know about it is is that it ran it like started mad late and everybody was butthurt on Twitter and so who won? How'd it go? How did the sweet science play out?
3: All of that. Well, you're you're right. It started super late and in my time, uh the fight ended at two o'clock in the morning, which uh thanks to daylight savings ended up being one o'clock in the morning. But either way, I had to work this morning, so I was super pissed. Oh. They uh they announced Saturday that they were going to wait until the uh, main event, Nate Diaz versus the I UFC. the other guy's name. I'm not a big UFC guy, but they uh announced that they were going to wait until the main event of that card was over before they started the main event of uh, Canelo versus Kolev. And it, it, initially, when they said it, it like it kind of made sense. I was like, okay, I get it, because I know this, the zone is a subscription based company. They want they want those subscriptions. They're not, yeah. they're not really a pay per view company. You could sign up for a month for twenty bucks or you can get the whole year for a hundred dollars, which comes out to like eight and some change per month. <clears throat> so I, I get they're they're trying to sell subscriptions. So I kinda I kinda understand why they didn't want to compete with the UFC but at the same time like it was mad dumb because that shit took forever. Like the, the, the UFC Ryan Garcia fight ended Quicker than I think most people expected, it was like a like a two minute, two and a half minute fight of the first round, and it was and it was done. Yeah, so it was it was I think it was literally an hour and a half before uh, Canelo and Kovalev walked just
0: out, chilling, restroom breaks, concessions, everybody in the arena just chilling.
3: Yeah, I'm not even I'm not even a fan of UFC. I'm really not, and I I was forced to keep pulling up uh, Twitter just to see when this shit was ending. Yeah, just so I could have an idea of when the fight was going to start. It was so bad that uh the mgm grand actually put the fucking fight pardon my language put the fight on in the arena so people could watch it because they just got tired of sitting there like it was dumb it was so dumb but the fight itself was a really good fight uh well i don't know a lot of people are upset about it but i thought it was a good fight uh canelo won he, with a, a knockout in the 11th round he worked uh, the body like i was guessing yeah, he well, not 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 really. He, he that was you could tell that was his game plan. He was trying to go to the body but he couldn't find the range. Kovalev was keeping him at bay with a, with the a, a stiff jab that he's known for. Uh Canelo couldn't really find his groove for his body attack, but he did hit him with some clean body shots and the whole entire match. Uh Sergey Kovalev was aware of that. Like he was avoiding like he he was on his back foot a lot backing up. Anytime Canelo got in range, he'd throw out that jab. One or two punches, and like, he's getting out of range. So Canelo uh, got kind of creative in the the middle rounds, uh, changed his game plan up, and started uh, attacking upstairs and was able to get the knockout. Um, Everybody was saying that Canelo uh, Kovalev took a dive. Like, like it was rigged, it was set up. Man, if you watch that replay of that knockout, my man is out cold. He is knocked out cold. Either... If it was rigged, he's got to be the world's greatest actor. Like, for real, there's no way. There's no way. Oscar like, in his future. It's it's just a bunch of casual fans who tuned in, and they, it was a big deal about the USC thing. So I think it's just uh, a, a huge shitstorm of people being already upset and tuning in. A
0: bunch of 2019 and, knee-jerk reactions.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's just no dive. Nobody was paid off. Was Kovalev a little past his prime? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's obvious, but he's still... I mean, there's weight divisions for a reason. My man Canelo jumped up two weight classes and one in a impressive, in impressive uh, fashion. I mean, from he, what you was, was th-
0: telling me while I was up there, cause as I mentioned multiple times already on the pod, I went back to the crib. I went back to the circle. I went back home. It's not like these two dudes, from what you was talking about, got too much respect for each other to to uh, cheat everybody like that.
3: Yeah, I mean, they, they couldn't... They, kind of uh trained at, at the same uh camp for a little bit. Uh I want to say like 5 or 6 years ago, something like that. But uh, I mean boxes it, it's a as, as for as many boxes as there is, like it's it's still a small community like a lot of these guys, you know, the, the cross paths and sparring, you know, training whatever but yeah, so they're 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 pretty good friends. A lot of people are upset that they were there, like taking selfies together, like uh, pre-fight and all this other stuff. Oh like, yeah, there wasn't no trash talk. But I mean, it's just, it's just mutual respect between you know two two good fighters. If Kovalev would have won this fight, probably would have put him in the Hall of Fame. And Canelo is undoubtedly on his way to the Hall of Fame. So I mean, you yeah, had two potential Hall of Fame fighters going into this fight. Uh, but it was it was a couple, couple rounds, early rounds uh, of a filling out process. I had. I thought Sergey was winning the fight on the points, and it actually uh, came out after the fight that most of the judges had uh, Canelo up, which I thought it was kind of bizarre. And then you get into the whole thing of Golden Boy and Canelo, you know, buying off the of judges or whatever, the whole conspiracy theory. Yeah, Which he has, he does get some questionable uh, cards, some uh, scorecards from the judges. I, I'm not even going to lie, I won't even front there. But that was a good fight, man. He jumped up to Two weight divisions and, and his power carried well, man. It was it was very impressive. He knocked his ass out, and then, like I said, Ryan Garcia, the fight before that, the co-main event, he got his man out of there in like uh, two and a half minutes, something like that, two-minute point in the first round, got him up out of there. I thought that was going to be a really good fight, but it turned out to be over before I, man, my popcorn wasn't even done popping yet, and the fight was over. <laughs> Seriously, like it was bad, man. And then uh, there's a, a women's boxing match. Uh, one of the first matches that uh, went uh, to three-minute rounds. That was a slugfest. That was a really good fight. It was a gnarly-ass cut from a headbutt. Stopped oh, that sure. early, went to the scorecards. Uh, then there was, a, there was a card on ESPN Plus as well that was pretty good. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but uh, you know, I got it. I'm going to go back and check that out here soon. Heard that was a pretty good card. But they had lots of good uh, boxing on this weekend, actually, and it's going to be, man, the next couple weekends, we got some good fights coming up. That's what's up.
0: Um, yeah, over the next couple episodes, I don't know. Unless something huge NBA, NFL happens, I'll probably bring you back and talk about those again. Um,
3: yeah, like, yeah, there's like I said, there's a couple couple good fights coming up, and man, I was pissed, man, that it took so long. I was actually we had talked about it, I was going I'm going to start I want to I want to start doing uh, reaction videos as soon as fights are done. That's kind of something that I've I've been flirting with the idea of doing, but that fight I had to work. I had to be at work at 7 o'clock in the morning, and I was going to bed at 2 o'clock in the morning. Like, I was pissed. God. I was upset. I'm not even going to lie. Like, it was a good fight, but I I heard the Canel uh, Alvarez interview uh, post fight, and I was like, I'm done. Like, I can't even. Like, it was stupid. It was stupid, and I was annoyed. I was pissed off, but it was a good fight.
0: Yeah. Uh Yeah, we about to flip this right quick. Oh, man, Lauren's going to st- stick around. We're going to talk about that Ap- Apollo Brown album that just dropped. Reg League, baby. And, man, we about to wrap up this episode, man. Rec League podcast episode 29. Like I said earlier, Old Man Lawrence is back, stuck around. Apollo Brown, one of the dopest producers in all of hip-hop, dropped what you could say is a compilation album. It's called Sincerely Detroit. It dropped this past Tuesday, if I'm not mistaken. Uh It's all Detroit artists. So a lot of them, from what I understand, from what I could tell... Are uh are like unknown dudes to, on the national spectrum? Like, there's no Eminem, there's no Big Sean, there's no like poppy Detroit artists on here. I think to Five Nine had a verse. Trick Trick had a verse. And there's like one other Detroit rapper that I that I recognize that I can't pull right now. And like I'm, I li- I gave it a few spins to and from work since it came out. And on, on my way home Friday, I wanted to listen to it one more time. But then Brother Ali dropped out of nowhere and it was a rap for Apollo Brown. That's my apologies. Uh what'd you think about it, man? I know
3: you was hyped for this release. Yeah, anytime anytime I hear Apollo Brown's got a new project coming out, my ears perk up a little bit. Like you said, he's one of the dopest producers. I, in my opinion, he is the dopest producer in the game right now. He doesn't get a lot of the credit that he deserves. I don't I can't believe he didn't have artists, you know, busting down his yeah. door, you know, trying to work with him. Put me on. Uh, I say I think I say this every music I think I say this every music podcast, him and Planet Asia. Put out a record called Anchovies a couple years back. I think 2017 is one of the dopest albums of the past ten years. If you ask me, that's how much I like that album. It's so good. Yeah. Um, but like you said, there's there's not like Eminem's not on here, Big Shot's not on here, but Royce is. Uh, you said Trick Trick, LZ on here, Slum Village is on here, Slum Village. I uh, was Kid, it. Yeah, Kid vicious is on here, Black Milk, Guilty Simpson. I think it's. I think you said there's 53, 53 or fifty six <laughs> different artists from Detroit. That's a lot. Yeah. And I don't think all of them Necessarily spit a of verse. I think there's a couple uh, people who like just do the hooks, you know. So I think that that count technically counts as a guest spot end. or whatever, I guess. But the uh, production is bananas. I mean, the classic Apollo Brown. Man, this album. The more and more I listen to it, the more and more I love it. Uh, like like you said, uh, Brother Ali came out, and also Gangstar dropped an album. So this week has actually been kind of crazy for hip hop because it's it, three potential albums that could be in my top five, honestly. But I just haven't had a chance to spin them all, give them all, all due credit. Uh, but as of right now, uh, the three that just came out, I've spun the, uh, Apollo Brown the most. And it's probably my favorite. I, I've liked that Gangstar a lot. I've only listened to the Brother Ali once. I haven't had a chance to go back.
0: And yeah, I haven't got all those through it again.
3: It. Uh, but this Apollo, uh, Apollo Brown, man, my favorite track on here. And it's hard to pick because I think there's 20, 21, yeah, 21 songs. There's a lot of tracks. Uh, I think 20. I think it's. well I think there's an intro. It's technically not a song. So I think it's. I think it's twenty twenty songs. My favorite one on here is Oh Lord. Uh, man, that f- that first verse. I think the first verse is uh, uh, Fat Father. Man, yeah. that's one of the dopest verses I've heard in a long time. Man, man. that shit is so dope to me. There was so one if you guys like took his album out.
0: There was one verse okay. maybe like halfway through, maybe toward the end, where dude like dropped like like multiple different star wars references as soon as i heard midi-chlorians i was
3: like whoa yeah see that does not that, that doesn't see, pop out to me that's a, a, big, that's a, a big standout star wars verse guy. to me so that's a, that's but that's a, that's what i'm saying this album like there's so much stuff going on and there was two other releases that came out like i'm gonna be i'm gonna be catching up like honestly i gotta go through and listen to that brother ali thoroughly i still we, have yeah, thoroughly listen to this
0: we most definitely talking about that ali next
3: episode yeah, uh, but yeah, this is a good, This has got a lot of a lot of gems on here, man. I actually, I don't, there's no, in my opinion, there's no skippers on here. There's no songs that I wasn't feeling, because it's, I mean, Apollo Brown. I mean, he could have, you know, anybody rapping on his beats, and I'm just yeah. gonna vibe out to the production. But I mean, everybody for the most part did their thing on here. It was really dope to I me, mean, man. But yeah, that off top, man. Oh Lord, track number 11. Check it out. That first verse is one of my favorite verses I've heard in, in hip hop in a long time. Uh, longevity with Trick Trick, that's dope. Uh Commas and Apostrophes is a really good song. Yeah, hell yeah, uh Dominance. Dominance uh was one of the lead singles with Kid Vicious on there. That was a real dope song. And then, of course we we got the um what was the other one? Uh God help me. Yeah. That was that was a stupid dope uh track, one of the singles on there. Um Overdo It, where he sampled that uh that classic Don't the Let J? Me Do It To because yep. over Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah that's a dope ass track on there. Yeah, Apollo Brown, is solid. I, right now, it's, i say it's a four, four and a half.
0: Man, and, my brain... might slide up
3: to a five by the time I'm done with it. My, as real. far as
0: like production, my brain is playing Pong with this and that Little Brother. Like I don't know which one's doper. Those are my top yeah, two Lil, right now.
3: <clears throat> yeah, Little Brother was a dope album, man. Like I said, this is like Brother Ali just dropped. I had no idea that was coming out. I don't think anybody did, so...
0: Um, Man, and I ha- I hate to be that dude to say this, but like he did one of those like IG Q and As a couple weeks ago, and all I asked him was like, "New music on the way." And he was like, "Soon, soon, brother," and he's like, "Man, sooner than
3: I thought, shit." <laughs> yeah, that's dope. Ali's always you know connecting with his fans or whatever. That's real dope to see. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you got that brother Ali. Uh, what's that called? Uh, oh. Escapes and something escapes and. Man, you me check. To. me pull it up real quick. You got it. Uh, Secrets and escapes. Secrets yeah. and escapes. That, uh, that would be the music discussion. Ev- as, far as, I, as far as I know, it's all produced by Evidence.
0: Yeah, that's what he said. Um, they Romance, Tyler quali and like one other feature.
3: Yeah, apparently they they made it while they were on tour. Just because you know they were out on tour doing their thing, they're like, man, we we're in the mood to make some music, so we did it. Uh, Like I said, I've only spun it once. It's it's dope. It's real dope to me. I definitely got to delve deeper into it and check it out.
0: No question. And like I said,
3: that Gangstar came out, too. That Gangstar is super dope to me.
0: Cool. That's episode 29, Rec League Podcast. Hope y'all have fun. Drop a comment. Leave a voice message on anything talked about on this episode, man. Terminator, boxing, Canelo Kovalev, man. Apollo Brown. And chill until the next episode. Oh. Yo, search Randy Little on the YouTube. That's a shameless plug. When the kid gets to spitting, they can't contain this drug. While I'm at it, tell your friends about that Rec League podcast. Them other cats will not last. Smelling something funky. I apologize. I dropped ass. Continue to watch that Comcast cable. Still too short to reach my spectrum. List off your favorite rappers. I will fucking disrespect them. I show my ass on this mic like when Schwarzenegger time travel. Just hand me the right scalpel and i'm gonna take my cut up out this bitch take the tongue up out this bitch so never again can these weak motherfuckers rhyme babble